So Hunter, my question for you, it's part, it's part two of our Kingdom Hearts journey. We're, we're yeah. learning all about this fabled enterprise uh, and... A, a fabled <laughs> enterprise, you call it. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting uh, I, word choice from you. I would like to know if you could go back to the drawing board of Kingdom Hearts and you're, you, you, Hunter Donaldson, we erase Hunter Donaldson. You are Tetsuo Nomura and you want okay. to make... You want to make this series. And instead of that fateful day of running into someone from Disney who you shared right. an office with, who, what is the other entertainment company that act that could have shared? If we rewrite history, what's the other entertainment company that we are going to mix our final fantasy properties with? Uh, and uh -huh. what, what, what do we, what do we blend that with to make a new kingdom hearts? ESPN. <laughs> Because first of all, it's one of it's pretty much the only other entertainment property. Matt, your question is ridiculous because Disney, Disney, Disney owns and ESPN. all. But in the Fox merger, if you remember, I don't think D Disney doesn't own sports. Wait, does Disney own sports? Disney yet? probably owns some sports. Does Disney who owns ESPN? Let's see. ESPN is owned by Disney. Is, an, is owned by Disney. Well, okay. <laughs> So I guess technically this is a tall they order. could I've... already do ESPN yeah. if they wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, what a mean question to open the game with because you know <laughs> that just trying to name any media property, any entertainment <laughs> Alright, alright, okay, well wait, I'll go back to the drawing board here. Who's definitely HBO? Also, definitely... I, I think I think this should be circa you know, circa two thousand two. Disney didn't necessarily own everything yet in 2002, right? I mean, there were yeah. some things unowned. Although it's probably more interesting to to include things that are currently owned by Disney. I don't know. Well, Anyways. I just thought it. I just thought it'd be cool, you know, if it was basketball. Yeah. And and Sora <laughs> is dunking, you know, doing uh doing his dodge roll around uh -huh. the other players and stuff. <laughs> Uh, doing a little bit of gliding, which that pisses everybody off. Everybody hates the gliding. Right. Um, right. Hockey, you know. Right. That'd be fun. A little hockey, Riku, little hockey with two. With, instead of keyblades, they're 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 stick blades. They're stick blades. <laughs> so instead of visiting the various Disney property worlds, you're visiting each of the sports covered on many yeah. ESPN. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, networks. So there's hockey world. There's basketball world. There's <laughs> tennis world. You know. And then when you're there, you get to, you play, just you get to play with like you. Okay, uh, in this world, I'm not. I don't use Goofy, but I do have Wayne Gretzky as my right. as my third right, party right. member. Is is your is your your party member is Wayne Gretzky? Uh, Michael Jordan, of course, joins you, and yeah. and the Looney Tunes, of course, mm -hmm. in Basketball mm -hmm. World. Um, are, are we still like opening the? You just said we got rid of the Keyblades, so or are we changing even sort of the scope of the symbolism of the project? Combat is definitely just sports now. Yeah. Right. There's no combat. It's yeah. just that you go to these worlds and then you have matches you have to play <laughs> of the various sports. So now it's like a it's like a sports game buffet. Yeah. Where we just have a lot of different sports. It's like Mario designed. and Sonic at the Olympic Games, but it's yeah. Cloud and Sora at the ESPN <laughs> various properties. Yeah. Yeah. So so and it's all designed by Tetsuya Nomura, so the boots are insane. And you're wondering how they don't trip over themselves in every single game that yeah. is played. 
Um, I'm excited for the X Games worlds. We just did Tony Hawk last week, but like oh, the Tony right. Hawk yeah. level, Relate that's going to be a very fun one. I didn't know that this Tony Hawk guy was into NFT. Yeah, I didn't. Matt. I didn't either, man. That I didn't know he was into NFT. I didn't. Know, I didn't realize the T and non fungible token standard for Tony, Tony Hawk. Let's <laughs> go. And uh, welcome to Old Gamers Almanac. This is Hunter, your host. I'm here, joined today by Matt, th- by the, <gasps> the, the Matt Martin. Hello. I'm joined here today Hi. by him. Thank you I for know. being here, I Matt. Know. You're so welcome. So excited to You're have welcome. you here yep. to talk about more Kingdom Hearts, specifically Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories, a game by uh, Square for the game boy advance and then later for the ps2 yeah yeah uh boy we don't need to explain this is the game boy advance knockoff of kingdom hearts released one year before kingdom hearts 2 this is this is that's all it is that's it you get it you know exactly what this game is i think Mm -hmm. historically speaking um so it has also been re-released uh as a 3d game um as part of all of the collections and stuff that the kingdom hearts folks do and that's the topic i kind of want to lead with first off uh because we, ah, the, yes the thing we've been approaching here is the idea that like the reason we're doing kingdom hearts is we both kind of said like we want to get the kingdom hearts story inside of our brain that's the project i don't remember saying that i don't think you I absolutely that. did but we want to get absolutely did we want that. the kingdom hearts uh everything so we want to actually try to understand it that that was the goal I we set out matt on. on a few series okay uh-huh. i uh-huh. wanted to do resident evil I wanted to do Silent Hill. You're going to do this thing again. And then Matt was like, it's got to be Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, I said that. I definitely did and then it. I, was I bet like, you there is proof on this podcast it, of you of you proposing Kingdom Hearts. Good luck finding it. Uh, <laughs> and then, yeah, Kingdom Hearts was the one that you were like, "I'm. Ex- this is the one. Uh-huh. This is the one, you said, yeah. over and mm-hmm. over, maniacally, mm-hmm. while mm-hmm. you were smoking a cigar. No, you your, wanted to give Cage as a birthday office. present, and this is what... You don't chose. blame this on cages. How dare you? I'm not I'm blaming How dare it on you. you. Try and blame a listener, okay, for us having to play. Yeah. I guess a lot of Kingdom Hearts. Um, mm-hmm. I'll tell you this already, listener. If you can't tell by my tone, I'm already burnt out on this project, big time. <laughs> I love that. Most of the the we 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 like successfully did the Mass Effect series, and every time we've decided to do a series since then, by the second game, it's just been like, yeah, no, let's not actually. Sonic, we did Sonic one, and then Sonic Adventure, and it was like, actually, can we be done with Sonic for a bit for like a long time? Hey, if we had done just the the Sonic games, like Sonic yeah. one, Sonic two, Sonic three, Sonic sure. and Knuckles, Sonic right. Mania. I wouldn't have ran out of gas for that, Matt. Yeah. I can play like a bad game. Yeah. And then I get grumpy. Right. And and the thing about Mass Effect uh is that the Mass Effect games all get better. Right. Sort it, of. I mean Mass Effect 3 fine. actually was better to me. But yeah. yeah. Um, um so so this, like you just said, this is worse. This is worse than Kingdom Hearts One. We can already lead with the fact that it's worse. Um And I didn't like Kingdom Hearts One very yeah. much. Go back and listen <laughs> to that episode. Didn't really enjoy it yeah. very much. Uh, so let's let's get into uh, a why I suppose a bit. So first off, this was like we said a Game Boy Advance game. Um, 
But Hunter Hunter didn't play the Game Boy Advance version. Like we said, there's a PS, there's like a, a PlayStation Three version. I don't know. It, mm. it, it's like on all. It's on PS4 now. That's the wild thing about Kingdom Hearts is they do want you to put all of this story in your brain. It is one of few modern series with a lot of entries where they're like, we will do everything in our power to give you every single game. Like, the, and they've, they've done this many times. They re-release these games all the time on new hardware. Like, since the PS2, they have re-released Kingdom Hearts games, like, on every con console. And nowadays, you can get this all-in-one package. Like, they want you to play all of these games. They don't want any right. of this story to die off into, into the nether realms. They don't want it to fall into the darkness that they're so afraid of. Uh, yeah, and it's so hard to take a game you've already finished and then just kind of slap it into a new package, too. So it's a lot. Of, it's it's lovingly done, right. I think is yep. what we're saying. Right. And yeah. so I, mean, I take them that, at but. their... I take them at their word with that, right? Like, okay, you want me to play all of this. It all matters mm -hmm. to you. So let's mm -hmm. like, I want to give it its time. I, I played this. I played most of this game. I say most. There's two, there's two parts of this game, actually. There's the Sora story, and then you beat the Sora story, and then you play as Riku, his friend, right? And you, you the, the Riku storyline is not as long as Sora's. That's, that's maybe not quite true, but... Uh, you you play through the game twice, which mm -hmm. the worst part of that is the game itself is just all of the levels from Kingdom Hearts 1. So, like, if you weren't already annoyed to just sort of, like, be half playing through, like, Aladdin and Tarzan, you just do it two more times in this game. You're just you're just rehashing, recycling the, the same uh, themes as Kingdom Hearts 1. There's not a single new world to this except for the castle you're in itself, which is a big blank white void <laughs> that you watch all the cinematics. Mm -hmm. in. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you, if you, so I played the, uh, re chain of memories version yeah. on the PlayStation Four, kingdom hearts, all in one package. Um, this game has been cut two different ways at this point, uh, in the re chain of memories package, all of the cut scenes take place in not just, a, a blank white room it's the same room <laughs> that they just have the characters enter over and over Even it's as if you to, shot you're, you're going up levels like you're you're climbing the many many floors of this castle mm -hmm. but it just turns out that every floor <laughs> and you know what called attention to it the most is there actually is so there's a second room when you get towards the end of the game and we start having our final, when we start talking to like final bosses and stuff like that, they yeah. actually have a different room with the slightly different geometry and configuration. And when they cut to that, I then realized that all of the conversations up until that point, this is hours and hours yeah. and hours into the game, had just taken place <laughs> in the same, sort of like, I don't know, it's like if you go to like a high school drama production of like, uh, I don't know, a, a play... It's like it's like a high school that does underfunded high school yeah. does like the Lion King musical, <laughs> and they just don't have the stuff for it. They have so one every jungle just, backdrop. Yeah, so every character's and actually that sounds more interesting. Yeah, than, than what this is. This is literally a blank white room that all of the characters talk to each other in, um, and then of course the dialogue. Famously in Kingdom Hearts, the dialogue is easy. I, I would describe as listenable. I would describe it as uh, it goes down easy, yeah. doesn't uh, constantly kind of call attention to itself and, and make you frustrate you with um, 
either lack of detail in some places or uh-huh. too much detail in others. Yeah. We have added a couple words to our Kingdom Hearts lexicon. You know, last time we did a Kingdom Hearts episode, you, we talked about you could just write your own Kingdom Hearts dialogue just by using like a handful of words sure. sort of yeah. in conjunction. We've darkness, now added light, adding chaos. to darkness, light, key, hole, door, all of that stuff. We now have memories and chain. Both of those are featured prominently in those are heavily featured words yeah Uh, also smell there's a lot of smelling that gets done in this game on riku's storyline lots of smelling of darkness we now have the proof that darkness has a very particular scent smell yeah because there's the there's one riku that smells one way and then one riku that smells a different way Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that's how they sort of let you know that (laughs) story-wise it uh and if the if the cinematics weren't just sort of the same thing over and over again. What drives me more crazy about it is the idea that the cinematics are the only reason they want you to show up to this game. Like, it's the only thing that this game actually has is the story that it's trying to introduce to you because the gameplay uh, is borderline non-existent, I would kind of... Non-existent, he kind calls of it. half argue. Now, here, here's... Here, let me doesn't let me, exist. Matt has declared a non-existent yeah. combat system. Yeah. How, well, sorry. How, the, how will the, we test this hypothesis? No, 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 no. The level design like doesn't exist. The, you, the, the, the game, level design does. There is non-existent yeah. level design. The, the traversal of this game is just square rooms. Uh, on Game Boy Advance, it's it's you know like an isometric view in a square uh, room, uh, like a cube, like a cubert room, like it's just a uh-huh. cube room that you get, and and there's four walls, and there's doors on a couple of them, and you get cards that let you open up certain doors, and literally all you're doing though is like there's no there's no like meaningful thing you do in the cubes, you just like hit an enemy to start a combat or avoid mm-hmm. the enemies if you don't want to do any combat right now, and just like rush to the door. Uh, and all you're doing is going from a map of just like those square rooms lined up against each other in kind of like a whatever random order. And you're just trying to get from story door to story door. There'll be like three rooms where you fight enemies and then you get to the next part where you can advance the plot. And that's literally all that happens in the entirety of this game is like hit some enemies, do some combat, get to the story door. There's no other like tie between the mechanics and the storyline they are like almost fully two separate things mm-hmm. i so but but we would say that this is non-existent level design what about what about jrpgs in general most jrpgs are move along a simple plane fight enemies and get to where you're supposed at, to go at least in other jrpgs there's like meaningful art to it i don't know like the environments like you are in the exact same room like we are in the tarzan levels every yeah. tarzan room is the is exactly is like the, the exact same. same they just like move a couple pillars around and like put a put a lamp post over here or whatever but there's like there is no you are not going from like an early jungle area up the canopy to like you're not doing anything i mean again it was a game boy advance game but like there's literally no meaningful new art from room to room to room there's just mm-hmm. tarzan art monstro art nightmare before christmas art and and that, that, that that's all that exists the entire what time Matt is saying it. is that in each of these worlds there's only one design for each room right so you're going through if you're in the tarzan world every room has the same art to it yeah now the doors might be in different places right but that's about as much variance as you get and hilariously 
none of the cutscenes take place in those like the concept is you're in this place called castle oblivion and like none of it's real anyways like you're not actually in the tarzan world you're just going into a door inside castle oblivion that like i guess makes itself look like the tarzan world but then when you get to the cutscenes, you're still in the white room like every time you get to a cutscene yeah. door you leave tarzan world and you enter castle oblivion blank white void world and then when that cutscene ends you go back into tarzan world it's as if Sora is kind of in a, a blank VR zone of his own memories, basically. Right. Uh, it's kind of like the situation that the, that the characters find themselves in. Yeah. Um, who cares, I ask. Uh, <laughs> who cares at all? Um, yeah. Do you want to talk about the non-existent combat that doesn't exist? <laughs> well, the combat is... Uh, well, you, how did you feel? You, you played... The version that more people will be playing these days because the 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 difference between the 3d combat and the game boy advance combat i would say is barely the most meaningful difference between the two versions but like that's that's where you get the most uh difference in these things um i wanted to play the game boy advance version i think more so than what i was playing yeah. Um, yeah but yeah i mean you you just you walk around as if you're playing kingdom hearts one it, at first, it almost feels like, oh, this is just Kingdom Hearts 1 again. Yeah. But then there's this pesky card system hanging out in the corner of... Uh, and you was, just want to ignore it. It yeah. keeps telling you about it, keeps teaching you aspects of it, and you're like, I don't want to learn this at all. And then you start learning it, and then you find out that it it it, it has no... Uh, I don't know. I just There's hate it, man. To, it, I, don't, it, I don't know how to get around it, it for it's you. It's the I'm worst sorry, rug audience. pull. I'm sorry. I apologize to everyone. But I, <laughs> I don't just think anybody. It. Hunter, it, in looking at the YouTube comments of like looking at like Chain of Memories videos and like cinematics and stuff like that, I don't even think Kingdom Hearts fans play Chain of Memories. Like I think it is the known quantity that this game it doesn't need to be played. Uh, you the the card system was the worst rug pull coming into this episode uh, because mm -hmm. I remember your frustration after Kingdom Hearts one. You're like, well, then hopefully we'll play this next one. I was like, oh, oh, buddy, let me tell you, the next one definitely is worse. Chain of Memories is a lot worse. And I remember you like messaging me, like in in some way indicating like, well, at least there's like going to be a it's a card game. Like, I mean, it's going to be like a different thing. It's not going to be so you know just smash a. But I thought, yeah, if it was going to be a, if it was a card game that mechanically it might be, have be more robust. Right. And, um, you know, the other games in the series are mostly just hack and slash. Right. RPG mechanics, fairly RPG mechanics. Mostly it's just, yeah. Press X to hit, you know? Right. right. And the, the travesty of Chain of Memories is it is a card game where the cards that you get are press a to X hit, to hit. Yeah. yeah and that's all that that's all that you do yeah, is press. just keep keeps hit, keep hitting uh the only evolution your of that hits is have numbers assigned to yeah. them <laughs> and if you select a hit number that's lower than your opponent's selected card yeah then you don't hit them and and that <laughs> sucks a yeah lot. and that happens often especially during boss fights uh the only way to avoid this is you can also do one other thing which is like you can put three cards together and form like a combo move and all of their totals add up to even more so it's like okay instead of just doing like a six damage hit i can do like an 18 damage hit by by sure. adding these yeah, three yeah. cards together but even those can get overridden if your opponent does a bigger cut like in boss fights your your bosses will also be doing combo cards and theirs can break right. yours and when you do those when you do combos 
the first card in the combo set burns that card. It goes away, which means there is a way to like play this game kind of poorly enough where you don't do very much damage. You keep burning cards because you're just trying to do combos. Like you get to a point where like you can't do individual card strikes anymore. It is not worth your time to hit A. You got to do the thing where you add three cards and then that's the only way you ever attack is one, two, three, hit, one, two, three, hit, one, two, three, hit instead of hit, hit, hit. Uh, right. But every time you do that, you dwindle how many cards you have. And my memory of this game as a kid on Game Boy Advance is I got to the final Sora boss and I couldn't beat it because I couldn't do enough damage without wasting all of my cards. And then by the end of the fight, I had like three cards left in my deck. Like I could not, <laughs> I could not do any more damage. You I were could out not of accompli- actions. I was out of actions. The combat yeah. system allows you to put yourself into an unwinnable state. Yeah. Well, and that's great. Um, I think it's uh, definitely the worst combat system I've played it during this project. Yeah. Like for OGA. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's the worst of all time, but it's definitely the least fun I have experienced since we started talking about games on this show. Yeah. Um, I would enjoy the War of the Monsters combat more <laughs> than Chain of Memories card combat just because it's just not legible. Yeah. It's it's very difficult to kind of keep track of the things that you need to keep track of. Meanwhile, the entire time, for some reason, Sora is, you can just run around. Right. I, I hate that you can run around. I actually would be fine with this game if it was a turn-based, yeah. like, j- like normal-style JRPG with, like, a card mechanic. Right. I, and, I would and, be okay with that. And to get to your point earlier, the Game Boy Advance version is actually better because at least in the combat in the Game Boy Advance version, it's just this little side-scrolling thing, and you can only kind of move like a few inches to the left and the right. Mm-hmm. What what I found, I was playing through some of the PS4 version, and when you're in the battle arena, uh, which is just like a big square room, just a yeah, big yeah. empty square big room square. with no yeah, geometry, yeah. nothing to get in your way, but right. like enemies will like whiz past you, and the camera isn't like that good. You have to like slowly turn it. Like you lose enemies all the time, and in, right. it, like I'm just trying to hit you when you don't hit me at the same time with a higher number card, and add to that, you're like running all around this course. At least in the Game Boy Advance version, like just everything's like right there, and it's really tiny because it's supposed to fit on a tiny Game Boy Advance screen. So it's just like. I can just get through that very quickly because there's no there's no way to get like lost in the ge- in the space. Yeah. yeah, Matt, but 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 to find is is to lose. <laughs> and to lose is to find. Yeah. Matt. This 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 uh the I think the thing that makes it worse too is I was playing Riku's story and I was doing fine. I was kind of burning through. It's like, okay, this is going quick. This is going quick. I never I never played this back in the day. I had my same Game Boy Advance copy. I had my same save file where I did someday eventually beat that final Sora boss. And so I was in Riku's storyline mm-hmm. and I was burning through it. And then I came up on a boss. Uh, I came up on Hook, which is like, I don't know how many levels in, not too Cabinet. many, but, but I'm getting close to halfway through Riku's stuff. And Hook just started absolutely crushing me. And the only way, the, the, the worst thing about all of this is in Sora's story, at the very least, at the very least, there's some deck building to what you're doing it's not like super intricate deck building but you get to choose the order that your cards are in and so like earlier i described that one two three thing you get to just design like your combos of like okay how how can i most efficiently do that one two three and then only lose cards that are like my worst cards so my deck is just sort of getting like better like higher numbers as it goes sort of thing like there's a little bit of that and you like acquire new cards in riku's storyline you don't even get like new cards and you can't edit your deck you can't do anything you just have your deck 
which means you the only thing that exists to make this game like feel like you're making any choices or doing anything is taken away and uh so then when hook was incredibly hard to beat i can't change my strategy against hook all i can do then i would have to just go grind it out i just need to level up i'm just not doing enough damage to hook and that's when i said enough is enough and i stopped i stopped playing this game i did not i did not beat it i watched the rest of the cinematics uh because i could not bear it any longer to to just i'm not gonna sit here and grind this bad combat system for who knows how long until i can finally beat hook i'm not doing that so not only did you not like the combat system but the game beat you yeah and you couldn't even finish it yeah the game won that's the second time this game has beat me because that's what happened in that sora boss fight a long time ago and just at some point i decided to pick the game back up and like i did manage to finally beat that boss but like that has always been my experience with this game is like play it don't really enjoy it get up to a hurdle and it's like well i'm not all this game wants me to do to get over this hurdle is play more of this game i don't like playing why am i doing any of this why does this exist at to find is to lose <laughs> and to lose is to find <laughs> okay yeah I you understand need, now matt i i think i'm i think i'm beginning to understand i i really i it, it hurts it hurts to to realize that about yourself that to find is to lose and to lose is to find, but it's a truth we all need. So, do you have anything else mechanically to say about this game, Hunter? Donaldson? No, this game sucks. Don't play it. Um, <laughs> just watch the cutscenes if yeah. you want. Okay, um, so then let's talk. Going on. Let's like talk about even that then, uh, because huh? I I have a theory. Uh, and Hunter, you disagree with my theory right now. Maybe. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying you're. You... No, go ahead. Go ahead. You can do my parts too. No, if no, you no, want, no, 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 no. I'm saying what we've talked about in leading uh, in the prep of this episode. Here's my theory. Uh, I don't even think you need to watch the cinematics of this game. Like, I don't think. I do not think Chain of Memories adds literally anything to the series at all. Uh, I, I think maybe it adds a little bit of flavor to how you can feel about characters. Like, I, I kind of, I like Riku as a character a, a teensy tiny bit more after having watched the cinematics. But, like, I do not think anything covered in this game isn't also just covered again in Kingdom Hearts 2. Because, like, they knew very few people were going to play this game because it was just a Game Boy Advance little side project. But then Kingdom Hearts 2 was the much bigger deal. Like, I think you can just play Kingdom Hearts 1 and play Kingdom Hearts 2 and like you'll kind of know what happened in Chain of Memories and you don't need to have watched it or played it. I don't know. Uh, it's hard to say. I think I think everything in Kingdom Hearts is simultaneously unimportant to the story and critical. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I don't really know how to evaluate it in this way, Matt. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily disagree with what you're saying. I just think that whenever it comes to the this series of games... And the amount of world building and lore that they have uh, haphazardly sprinkled throughout yeah. every little piece of it without really thinking about exactly how important this should or should not be. Uh-huh. There's no way to know. <laughs> um, and, and at this point, Matt, I find it very concerning that you're already calling shots. <laughs> you don't. My problem with you, Matt, is you want to get involved in Kingdom Hearts, but you don't respect it uh-huh. and you don't understand it and you're not approaching it as a learner as a student you're approaching it as a critic yeah and that is what is disgusting yeah about 
That is, you know, where, when you say stuff like that, that is where I will fail. I just find it disgusting <laughs> because the thing is, Matt, you need to be listening to these games, uh huh, and you are not. You are all. You are already. How would you know <laughs> at your point in your journey that Chain of Memories is unimportant story yeah. fluff? How would you even know how that? Could, how Matt? could I? What you, so what have you learned? What have you I'm learned? I'm wearing priest robes right now, and I'm standing <laughs> on a pulpit, and yeah. I will strike you down. Yeah. Okay? Please, please proselytize to me the virtues of Chain of Memories and what it has done for you and your journey, your Kingdom Hearts journey. You don't understand. You want, everything has to be an argument for you. Everything has to be two sides always, Matt. I'm telling you that I am a student Okay, that I am reading the text as a learner, as someone who wants to educate themselves spiritually mm -hmm. on mm -hmm. Kingdom Hearts. Okay, and I am, I am legitimately attempting to do this. I'm not trying to hamper its ability to do so. Yes, I have my doubts. Yes, I question my faith. Okay, <laughs> I do. I do do that. I do do that. Do do. He do do. I do do that. He do do the darkness and the light. He to accepts lose both. To find. And to find is to lose. Okay? Do you understand me? So, what I'm what I'm telling you, Matt, is that I will not know. Yeah. How important Chain of Memories is right. until I read the final page of the final Kingdom Hearts game. That will ever be made. Oh, God. This is a never-ending project. Until that moment when I have played through the... When I am, when I am 98 <laughs> years old and I am lying decrepit yeah. in a bed playing my PlayStation 2 copy of Kingdom Hearts 50. What? Mm -hmm. You don't know how games work in the future, yeah. bro. Okay, no, you're playing. Different. You're you playing to... Kingdom Hearts Omega Fusion Reactor Point Two, Birth by the Function of Matt, Darkness. No, you know they would never go with a title that concrete. <laughs> okay, please keep it. Sorry, Final please, Mix Redux. <laughs> please keep it ridiculous, Matt, with the title <laughs> suggestions. Okay, stop being so straightforward with them. Until I play that game, yeah. until that game ends. I am not certain that chain of, chain of memories might be the most critical piece of the puzzle. Yeah, and I think the people I was I was looking on YouTube the other day, looking at reviews of Chain of Memories. There are all these people with all these stupid, stupid thumbnails and headlines. They were saying <laughs> things like Chain of Memories is the worst Kingdom Hearts game of all time. Well, Kingdom Hearts is is a story yet unwritten. Uh huh. And you are judging what could be. Chapter two or chapter 100. Yeah. And you're telling me that this game is unimportant. Shame on you. Shame on you. Shame on you. Wow. That was beautiful. Um, yeah. Can we in I'm any way? I'm wearing a black, black I, robe. Oh, I know. I see it. Down. You're, you're terrifying me. You are becoming a nobody as we yeah. speak. We have lost. I am a nobody. <laughs> you are an empty shell, an empty vessel where once now, your heart was. Now, that's what I'll say about the story. Yeah. Okay? The combat sucks. But as all Kingdom Hearts spiritual people understand, yeah. the combat, the game part, yeah. the meat of the experience, unimportant fluff. Right. Unimportant fluff. And that is, that is the design that we have all 
accepted accepted i guess (laughs) (laughs) so when people say oh chain of memory sucks because you're just replaying kingdom hearts one twice yeah i ask you was kingdom hearts one not a sort of replaying of itself of itself (laughs) was it not sort of just you fuffing about yeah and the game saying do you remember these disney worlds until finally at hour 45 it decided to tell the story it wanted to tell and when it started telling that story you realized it was bogus and insane (laughs) we are being drip fed the psycho (laughs) thoughts of a man obsessed with belts and buckles (laughs) buckle your seatbelt, sit down and have some respect yeah Let's do uh, let's do our service then to the people because the whole point of this project is we're playing Kingdom Hearts so you don't have to. So how quick can we quickly Hunter Donaldson? Can you quickly summarize the events of Chain of Memories in how they pertain to your knowledge so far? And I, as you've described, you can't know right. how everything will relate. I'm relay, a student. I'm but, a student, not a master. But what have what knowledge have you gained, and how are you carrying it forward? What is the plot of Chain of Memories, and how it relates so far to your experience of Kingdom Hearts? So, so Sora, Donald, and Goofy awaken exactly where we left them in the epilogue in uh, I, the the space between worlds. Yeah, uh, which is uh, a path, and and there's grass on on either side. Um, it, it looks like kind of just a generically generated, like, a, just like, like a, a Windows a, background. <laughs> it looks like a Windows background that, that no one even had to make it. You know what I mean? It was just there. <laughs> they, they were just like, they opened the folder on the computer and they were like, this is, we can use this. And they're like, yeah, that's great. Um, so they, they start there and then they walk to uh, this castle and uh, they go right inside of it. Uh, minimal yeah. conversation between the three of them beforehand. They're looking... They're looking for Riku and Mickey, right? They're they're yeah. in they're in the world of darkness or something. I don't know where they are, but no, they're, they're looking for the, Riku the and space Mickey. between worlds. Yeah. The space between worlds. Yeah. And or I, at least I think that's right. I can be corrected because I am just here as a humble servant to my master. Um so they go into Castle Oblivion. They meet Mar Luxia, who yeah. is the master of this castle. They also start realizing that, and, and they, they keep going deeper into the castle to look for uh, Mickey and uh, Riku. That's the best they could come up with for motivation as to why they would just <laughs> go into a spooky castle. Also, I think the door locks behind them. I think that's true. I, th- I think when they come in through the, through the front door, it does lock behind them. I think Goofy tries to open the door and it's locked. I, I could be wrong. Um, and then they go uh, on a, a series of, uh, I would loosely call them adventures, uh, more like just a series of rooms for combat to happen in, replaying the events of Kingdom Hearts 1. However, paradoxically, as they go through their memories, they're also forgetting them. It's kind of interesting. Not really sure why. Yeah. They say it has to do with the castle. That's, that's kind of the only explanation that's, that's offered up at the beginning of the game. Um, as we go through, we meet various members of an organization called Organization organization 13 we meet axel who is an, a character that will be very important um, and he's the one the with uh his arms are get cut off at the end and then they're just like two tires like he's just the axle of a car right that's just so that's he's also in the kingdom hearts universe 
he is based somewhat on Axel from Twisted Metal 2, as you were slyly uh, referring to there. I, I believe he he does have two wheels, okay? And his he actually name does. Is his Axel. weapons are flaming wheels that he spent. That was eerie that I did not expect that to actually track, but there's a little yeah. bit there. Well, I mean, a lot of people played... Twisted Metal 2 was uh, cast along Shadow, as we all know, culturally. <laughs> it's a shame they didn't make any other games in that series, though. Did you yeah. notice that? Right. It's weird how they kind just never weird. did it again. That only Twisted Metal 2 exists. It's kind of a Leonard Part 6 joke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not, to refer, not to refer to that film at all. But, um, in fact, let's throw that one into the uh, abyss as well. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so... <clears throat> Where was I at? So they keep going just deeper skip, into Castle. Just skip to like when Riku comes in or something. I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> uh, so Riku shows up, but it's not the real Riku. Riku. Oh, it's just it's what a, we needed in this convoluted story is a character that isn't actually a character somehow. It's like a robo Riku that a guy in the basement made who carries a big shield and his name is Vexen. Uh-huh. Uh, so he made a robo Riku. Meanwhile, uh, Sora is also remembering a childhood friend of his suddenly that didn't that he had never remembered before he's like oh i had a childhood friend that i forgot about and you're like i don't even understand how your childhood worked sora yeah um and he's like i had a child new childhood friend and uh anyways i i don't know i feel like at this point i can just skip to the end of the game yeah um <laughs> the end of the game they fight marluxia who has uh, trapped them here and and they're doing it for their memories and they also meet nomine who is the friend from before however then they find out that she's not real i guess yeah in, in a and sort of psycho like twist at the end nominee just sort of explains everything which is the idea that actually none of this has been real it's he, she has been she has some sort of mystical memory powers and she's been writing herself into sora's memories so that he would care about her and he's like i do care about you because i because i'm a good guy and they she traps him in an egg. I don't know. In a pod. She puts him in a pod uh, so as to restore all of his memories, yeah. basically. Yeah. Um, however, critically, he will not remember her. However, he claims that he, he somehow will remember her, even though she's like, you won't remember me after this process is <laughs> don't over. You love, he's like, I don't will. Don't you love when, when you treat your doctor like that? <laughs> when your doctor <laughs> is like, now listen, when, you, when, when, when you're done with this surgery... Like your leg will be better, and you're like, no, no, it won't be better. It I know, be better. I know, doctor, that my leg will not be better after this surgery. No, no, no. I, the, the whole reason I'm doing this is to, is to fix your leg. No, 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 sir. It's, I, it's more I like, have faith that uh, that my leg will not be restored. It, it, it's more like whenever, um, whenever like a doctor tells you that there's gonna be side effects from like a, like it's like we're gonna knock you out with yeah. this. And you're like, oh, no, it probably won't knock me out. And it's like, no, it's going to knock you right out. And you're count, like, nah. Count backwards from 100. I can, oh, I'll definitely make all it right, all the I'll way. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm good. 100. <laughs> like that. Yeah. Um, so, so Sora pulls one of those with Namine. Uh, and then there's part two with Riku, where you go through the, the whole game again. Yeah. Uh, Riku finds out some stuff about himself and about the evil side of himself. He fights his own robo version the extraordinary thing. problem i had with riku's storyline is it seemed like at some points you were playing as robo riku and they never told you or something i don't know the cinematics would like very often just be about robo riku 
but you would have no way to discern when you were watching a cinematic with Robo Riku and when you were watching a cinematic with regular Riku. And I got very lost in what was happening. But suffice it to say, Riku has maybe a somewhat interesting arc in battling with his own, you know, he's he's done all this darkness stuff and he he was taken control of by Ansem in Kingdom mm-hmm. Hearts 1 and he's he sort of regrets that, he feels bad about that. But he like learns that he can use darkness, I guess. He kind of I I think it's an interesting uh counter to Sora who's just this annoying goody two-shoe who does no wrong Riku gets to be at least mildly more complicated and uh and makes a choice uh kind of in the end is given the same choice that Sora was of like hey we can we can fix your memories and Riku goes actually no I'm gonna stick with this one I'm gonna stick with what I got here and we're just gonna do it this way um and that is kind of how the game wraps up is the idea that Sora is gonna get his memories restored and forget Castle Oblivion but Riku is not Riku has accepted both the darkness and the light into his smelly heart. What's sad about this game is that story-wise, just to analyze it a little bit. Although, again, like I said, we don't know. We don't yet know. We 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 will never really know the full text of Kingdom Hearts until it is fully finished. Um, and will it ever be fully finished? No, obviously it won't. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's just you'll just have to live with that. Uh, is that we meet? Uh, we meet. Organization thirteen, which is important. Um, we meet. We find out what a nobody is, which is very important for Kingdom Hearts two. We meet Nomine, who is an important character for Kingdom Hearts two. We mm-hmm. meet Diz, even. Right. I was very surprised that I, that character showed up. In I forgot. Chain of Memories. Um, we we sort of get the reveal of Roxas. Yeah. Which is a character that will be important uh, to Kingdom Hearts two, and also has a hidden identity that I dare not spoil yet. (laughs) They kind of spoil it in this game, or at least in the version I played, it it was quite spoiled. Yeah. Uh, Which was a little bit, I would say, if I played this the first time, I would hate to have that spoiled because the way it's revealed in Kingdom Hearts 2 is better. Honestly, it does feel like, at the very least, recoded, the cinematics of recoded, are really meant more as a prequel to Kingdom Hearts 2 that you should play after playing Kingdom Hearts 2. Like, really, the order of playing these games may be so far. If, if we're going to establish an Old Gamers Almanac canonical order, right now I'm going to suggest Kingdom Hearts 1, Kingdom Hearts 2, and then Chain of Memories. But actually, you just shouldn't even you shouldn't even play Chain of Memories. Uh, maybe watch the cinematics on YouTube. Maybe. you. I, of course, have to disagree with you, Matt. You have to experience all of Kingdom Hearts to understand any of Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. To lose is to find, to find is to lose. <laughs> So therefore, uh, how are you going to understand that? Well, you got to play Chain of Memories, yeah, okay? You, sure you got to play the whole thing. You got to suffer through all of this game for some reason, <laughs> and I I don't really know why, um, at all. Also, Riku fights Ansem again, the bad guy from uh, Kingdom yeah. Hearts One fights him again. Yeah, but is Another it even Ansem? I don't know. I don't know that it's Ansem. Like it, it's, it's 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 Ansem is like inside of Riku. Yeah. That's like a, a a thread we could talk about. We but could. we could talk about all the all the different. Yeah, we could threads. have we could have done that. Uh, but I would also suggest maybe it's time to to just get the ranking of this thing out of the way because I don't know okay. what else I don't know what else to do with this puppy besides uh uh just be done with it from my. Ma- I would like to go through Castle Oblivion myself yeah. and have the memory and of playing the Chain of Memories game. unwritten. Okay. 
Um, so what are we thinking about about placing this game? Where where where, where do we want to place it? I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that I have much discussion in me because I I firmly believe that this is dead last. I don't know where you track, but like I I know I could put this below Sonic Adventure without any hesitation. I will not give Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories that honor, the honor that of being honor the worst. of being the worst. <laughs> Why? Um, because because it's not it's not near as interesting in its badness uh-huh. than Sonic Adventure is. Sonic hmm. Adventure is an interesting bad game. Yeah, I love seeing it at the bottom. I it it has stuck with me. Yeah, since we played it in a way that I think is beautiful. Yeah, can you can you can you kind of expand on that? Explain the interesting badness of Sonic Adventure just for for the listener and for me, so we can kind of well, the game is it. hilarious. It's it's a hilarious game, yeah. and and it's and it's a fail. It's a failure of a game, right? In that sometimes it feels good for like these like little sparks, yeah, and that actually makes the overall badness of the game even worse because every once in a while it feels a little bit like cool. Actually, you right. know what? A three D Sonic game could be pretty cool, and then it isn't. Yeah, and so that's the, painful. The argument here is Sonic Adventure gives you enough to where you do in fact want to play all of it, which means you have to suffer through all of it. Right. Whereas Chain of Memories is so bad, you can not play it and be fine. You can completely avoid it as a game, which in, in its own right then means it can't be as bad as Sonic Adventure because you do not have to play it. You keep making me reiterate this point, Matt. We will never know if yeah. Chain of Memories is the most important chapter of the Kingdom Hearts. I, 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 I want to call it a saga, but that's not even a big enough word. Mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts reality. <laughs> Okay, as in it, as in the Kingdom Hearts reality is taking over and is bigger than our than our reality that mm-hmm. we live in. Yeah, it is just as fleshed out, just as interesting and better. Well, than uh, than our reality. If 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 Chain of Memories gets to be better than Sonic Adventure, then I mean, you yourself said you would rather play the combat of War of the Monsters over Chain of Memories. Sure, but combat is just one one aspect one of facet. the Matrix. Yeah, uh-huh. one facet. Uh, uh, wait. Um, how high? How high on this list could you reckon? I mean, Kingdom Hearts One is number twenty six right now, and we know right. that this is worse than that. But how, what? What? What is your other cutoff then? I don't think I can. I think I. I, I think we've already found it. I don't even think I can argue that War of the Monsters is is. I think this is war. Time for the War of the Monsters to be redeemed. Yeah. In that. I want to say some nice things about War of the Monsters. That's how Chain of Memories made exactly. me feel. I that's how I feel. <laughs> you know, War of the Monsters is just have, trying to have a good time. Yeah. Okay. It's just a little party game. It's a little party game, and they made it for fun. They made it to have fun with. They, they okay. made they made Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories because it was supposed to matter. It's supposed to matter. We won't. We don't know if it matters. They want it we to don't matter. No, they put they it in the all-in-one collection as the no, second thing you play. Matt, they want the it makers, to matter. The makers are tricksy. We don't know. <laughs> we we cannot assign to them <laughs> any sort of motivation. Okay, the makers are tricksy. Yeah, to lose is to find. Okay, to find is to Matt. Lose. To lose is to find. To find is yes. to lose. Repeat. Repeat it. I want. I want fifty finds to lose. <laughs> um. Yeah. yeah so. Uh, but yeah. War of the Monsters is. Uh. It. It is devoted to a good time, and that is a. That is a great motivation. Yeah. 
Um, it's not clear. Chain of Memories is obviously essential to the Kingdom Hearts experience, or isn't? We don't know. Yeah, and we might never know. I and, honestly, and I think that anxiety mm-hmm. is why it's yes. got to go here for now. Wow, I I am a little Second bit saddened that we didn't get to dethrone Sonic Adventure as the worst game. It makes me Bring question me something bad and interesting. Yeah, what and do, then, what yeah, do it take? then we can dethrone it. But it was, That's, it was that is the interesting quality of the list. The capital capital T capital L the list um, is there's this sort of reverse bell curve to it, which is the, that that idea that the 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 lowest point is a a level of distinction there there is a yep. something to it you it, this is not a list of just the best to like an objective best to worst game it is what deserves to be in the last place spot and right. that is an interesting quality to try and you know label yeah and i think it just like it's gonna take an interesting bad game to sort of take that uh, a bad game we tackle with relish yeah that we are excited to to get in there on it. So bring me something like that. I mean, yeah. also like Celeste is sat at the top, right? For quite a while, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've noticed. And I feel like Matt, you have not brought up any games that you would like to dethrone it with. Neither of you. Like we neither of it. We <laughs> haven't we haven't raced for the top in a while. Yeah, we have not. We've getting not over it. Getting over it was sort of. I don't know that either of us necessarily expected getting over it to be somewhat of a race for the top, but it, it climbed quite high. Uh, I mean, I think that was because of the special experience. The, the that, moment that, that yeah. you had. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so true. yeah, we, we kind of need to race for the top, but we kind of need to race for the bottom. We've been hanging out in the middle for a while, it feels mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, wow. and I, uh, yeah, so I, I would love to shoot for the top, would love to shoot for the bottom. So I would love to hear, Matt, your, your tops and your bottoms. Uh, well, but it's got to be an interesting bottom. Yeah, bo- bottom has been the hardest thing to to find because yeah, it is not enough to just be like the game is trash. Like you said, it has to be it has to be interesting, interesting trash. trash. Um, yeah, because like I could easily be like, yeah, let's play uh, Mohawk and Headphone Jack for the Super Nintendo. That game is apocryphal in in how gross it is to look at. But it mm-hmm. may not be inter- It's literally just a bad game, and it will probably fall in this same category of being like, well, it's. It's not, a, it's, it's not, it hasn't offended in the way that Sonic Adventure has offended. Um, so I don't know. I don't know how to race for the bottom. I feel like, I don't feel like you get to choose the bottom. It has to happen to us. We will, we will know it when we see it. Mm. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Well, what about at the top, Matt? What are some contenders? We had this conversation like the other day, you and I, and uh, mm-hmm. we, we, we talked through a handful of options, each of us. Uh, one that I had forgotten that I, I am interested to see how it does is uh, we do, I want to play the Outer Wilds for the first time. I would like to, mm-hmm. I just want to experience that. Who knows what'll happen? That's a game where if it hits, it'll probably, it'll probably really, really push for the top, right? But like, there's a pretty strong chance that that game could could miss for me for for any number of sort of that's strange true. reasons. That's, that's a yeah, hard it, game. It's a polarizing game. It will be tricky. It will be tricky, I think, kind of figuring that one out. I mean, for me, Outer Wilds would not be the top of this list. Yeah. I, it it could be I, I I would talk about it that way, but I think that would depend. That one would depend a lot on your experience yeah, with it. Yeah. Basically, you've been you've been playing and loving, and you've always sort of had a love and talked a lot about uh, your friend Doom over there. Where does Doom? Yeah, I'm on I'm on episode three of Doom, loving it. Yeah. Um, episode three uh, is called Inferno. It is actually the last episode of the original release of Doom. 
Um, and then later they made Doom Two, and then they came back and did an episode four of the uh-huh. original Doom after Doom Two. So you're about to finish <coughs> Doom as it was originally released, sort of as it was back in the day. Yeah. Um, and what I really like about episode three is that they finally start playing with not giving you enough ammunition to do what what you're trying mm. to do, which I really love. There, there's a lot of scarcity mm. in episode three, which is a completely new aspect of the des- the design to try and really push you up against it via just like not giving you it's almost yeah. like resident evil vibes i'm getting from it that's yeah. the thing about doom is like they really it's really simple and they push it in as many different ways as they can possibly think to yeah. um and yeah what what an amazing game <laughs> um it's it's crazy that it's so rare that you find a game that has this like like obscene level of legacy to it mm-hmm. and then you sit down to play it and it's just like also a blast you know what right. i mean like i love games like that games yeah. that are just like this game is enormously important it's super interesting it has this all this history to it and then you sit down to play it, and it's like oh also it's a game and, and people it made it yeah. for fun right like so that you would have fun with it well and there's and doom is like the epitome of there's that gonna to be such a quality with doom too because i felt i felt this instantly with quake and the big question i'm going i've never played doom the big question i'm going to have for doom is when i picked up quake it was immediately recognizable it was immediately like this is how first person shooters still feel like that right this clearly played it basically i i can just whereas you play other very very old games and they'll often feel clunky in some way or another just because we've changed what we want out of games but we've never changed what we want out of doom like doom remains <laughs> sort of or i mean based on what you've told me like it seems like doom has just stayed constant in how good it is it is not any worse for time uh, i don't know i can so see you bouncing games. off of several elements of its design yeah. you we'll can't see. look up so right, that, right. I, there, I there's like a very specific quality of quake that i really like that isn't a part of doom and i'm curious how that's going to shake out um yeah yeah, so I don't know. It is time to start racing for the top. So we'll we'll we'll. Do you want me to read my list? You asked me for a yes, list. Yes, I, that's I just exactly gave, what I'm trying to get. I just yeah, gave yeah. a list, and I'm going to read your list too because you just sort of you 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 mm, you threw okay. out a list of things you would argue for the top, not necessarily. But they were believe. they were personal things that I yeah. would argue personally right. for. Right, right, right. And, and, and I would not expect most of the games on my list to even do well on our. None list. of us know. Neither of us know what's going to happen until we replay the game and then talk about it on the show. Right? We don't know what's mm-hmm. going to be number one. But but so all of these are sort of uh, hypotheses, I would say. So I said Starcraft one, uh, Zelda: Link to the Past. Uh, I'm going to skip one on this list because I actually... Breath of the Wild, he yeah, said. Not, I don't... I, I would like to do Breath of the Wild at some point, but I firmly know that that will not be number one. Like, I know with every fiber of my I being. actually think I like Breath of the Wild more than yeah, you do. You do, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, Fallout 2 is one for me. Uh, uh-huh. Smash Brothers Melee. I said Doom, Last of Us, Half-Life 2, Portal or Portal 2. I don't know. I don't know what, I don't know what we do with the Portal conversation, honestly. Uh, I want to talk about one here in a second, but then uh, also I said Chrono Trigger, Dota, and Mist. I'm very curious what's going to happen to me with Mist. I've never played and beaten Mist, uh, which I'm, is... It's wild to me, Matt, that now that I'm looking at this, I didn't really think about this before. Have you played... You, so you have not played Chrono Trigger, right? I have played probably the first, uh, I would say, three hours of Chrono Trigger, and that's and it. You, and and Fallout 2, have you played Fallout 2? I've played probably six hours or so, like some some amount of Fallout 2. And have you played Last of Us? Never. Okay. I don't think 
Last of Us, I mean, whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Last of Us, who cares? I'm just going That's by things. I'm going by games I've heard a lot about, games I've heard you talk a lot about. Like, these are things that I think both of us could maybe find reason to put up towards the top of, of a list. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Your Yours, a couple things you threw out, and I agree with all of these as ideas for things that could hit high, especially, like, the, these are the ones you said, like, are personal to you, so then similar to Celeste, if, you know, Celeste was personal to you, and then it hit really hard for me, which then And then, yeah, it became a, it became a matte to the game. Top. A so, matte forever game. You, why is everything like a, it's like a blame. You, you finger point with all. I'm not finger pointing. I'm just, I'm just saying I'm reciting what happened. You uh -huh. go back and listen to that episode, listener. The Celeste episode? I, it's, I'm not making it a me game, but I, I had a moment too. You get to share your, anyways, 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 anyways. The list you said was Hollow Knight, which I think could be that could be that. Could I be think that one because Matt, I think you would like that game. Yeah. I don't think you would like any of these other yeah. games. Earthbound, even... Deus Ex. I like Immersive Sims. I think I I think uh, Resident Evil Two remake, uh, Outer Wilds, and Sekiro. So Sekiro, I'm mentioning because I skipped one earlier and I said Elden Ring because everybody's kind of just talking about Elden Ring. And I do think the From Software question will be an interesting one to answer at some point the from software question is you get down hard on Sekiro because Sekiro is the one where it's like play it this way master this become mm. overcome this game and you will be better for it's it, it has that celeste quality sort of to it right if we're just relaying it to things we've talked about on the show sure. Elden Ring is like the opposite end of the from software spectrum Right. Where it's like Elden Ring is like, well, you can kind of do it. You can kind of break. You can break Elden Ring. You can get a build that does really wacky, dumb stuff that makes it yeah, yeah. significantly easier. More of an open design. Yeah. And then there's like a bunch of games that sort of fall are, are in between there. And so I wonder because I, I can't imagine Sekiro is going to hit for me. I think I'm going to bounce off Sekiro. Probably. No, I don't think you're going to like Sekiro at all. But I think between the two of us somewhere in that spectrum of FromSoft games, there's going to be one that is like. You and I decide that for Old Gamers Almanac is the best FromSoft game. Neither of us, it's not the top of either of our lists, but it's the best of the OGA list. You know what I mean? There's going to be one, I think there's going to be one non-Elden Ring, non-Sekiro game that, that hits that mark, that ranks very highly. That's yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know when... I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe this century, yeah. something like that <laughs> might happen. Well, because um, you have a but... rule, you have a FromSoft rule. What's my FromSoft rule? I one, didn't know I had one. The one, one game, pre we're not allowed to play more than one From Software game a year. Well, okay, even if you wanted to, Matt, you couldn't. No, you would oh, not be oh, able I agree. to. This so. is not a critic. You're right. You're dead right. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, this year it's Elden Ring. Whenever that gets done, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know when it will happen, but at some point, presumably, Elden Ring will be played. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, uh, I don't, I, I, I don't think Elden Ring is going to be the one. I no. think... I think the one, I think if they continue on this path, they will eventually, I think they just started going a direction, Matt, that you could get into. Uh-huh. So I think we have to be patient yeah. for them to actually make a game that is more like, okay, this is exactly you. You had a quote that. from Tim Rogers that you, you brought up to me one time that you really oh, liked. Oh, yeah. That was, uh, I, this was even a little bit, I mean, this was before Elden Ring even came out or was probably much No, it was before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, it it's just that like, there exists th the three best 
from software games and none of them have been made yet or whatever like it's essentially that idea like yeah so he just says something like it's just like a funny thing he says in 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 one video where he's like in 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 the future eventually there will be um whenever people are talking about from software there will be three from software games that are like the ones that everyone just describes as the best ones everyone differs in like what order they place them sure. in or whatever like one person might be like no this one's the best one of the but it's basically down to three games and this whole thing is that none of those three games have come out yet yeah That's you see quote. that in Elden Ring. they 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 learned some huge lessons and tried some big things and then they will also need to evolve even from that because there's yeah. still people bouncing off of Elden they Ring, continue they have it's huge. they have not they are a studio that has not peaked and they they just continue to get better and get more resources. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's really exciting to watch what they do, yeah. basically. Right. I mean, I would say if you're somebody that isn't into what they do, uh, give it. Time. I don't know. <laughs> try Elden Ring. Yeah. Uh, th- like they're they're always sharpening their sword. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like they're uh, like I for a long time for most of the the first half of the 2010s was very dismissive of these games because I would play I would try out each one when it would come out. And then I would be like, I don't know, it's too hard. I, I, I didn't. The problem is that you hit the game and you're like, whoa, it's hard. And then, and then you're not convinced that you're going to be rewarded for right. learning it. And then Sekiro convinced me of that, mm-hmm. basically. So that was like pretty late in the game sure. that I picked but up that's a From Software game. That's like, what I love about uh, From Software discourse is all these people that still hate From Software that are like, I just want, I just want the 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 review to be written by someone who isn't like a from software shill someone who's like already a fan of it and it's like but right. dude the problem is this is now their like tense game or whatever and with every iteration they buy more people in on their concepts and then from that point on all of the older games become more playable for that person and right. suddenly you become a from like once one from software game hits you you love all from software games it's not people just shilling from for from software it's they've had over a decade of time to win a lot of people over onto their concept right right it's true it's true um yeah so it's it's gonna be hard to find people that don't believe in the from software stuff mm-hmm. just like i predict in 50 years it'll be hard to find someone who does not believe fully in the religious text that is the kingdom hearts reality to find is to lose to find is to lose to lose is to find to find is to lose. To lose is to find. To find is to lose. To lose. Thank y'all for listening to Old Gamers Almanac. Produced by Hunter Donaldson and Matt Martins. Music by Knight Corey. <laughs>